What is happening, everyone? Welcome to episode 104 of your favorite podcast, the Gordite Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Mahaley, alongside my co-host, Scott Simmons. Today, we're going to talk about shit that grinds my gears. I don't know, man. There's some things that really fucking make me LOL or kind of make me a little bit pissed off. And I think you're going to be able to relate to this. I think you're going to learn a little bit in here as well. I go through some bullet points that are really applicable and really good, especially at the current times. So inside, you're going to find some really funny conversations between Scott and I. We had a fantastic time with this podcast. If you love us, please scroll down, rate us five stars. Please leave us an amazing review. We appreciate it so greatly. As always, brought to you by Revive Supplements, brought to you by Raw Supplements. Use code Mahaley at checkout. I'll see you inside. You guys know what that sound is? It's a good sound. It's the sound of me filling up my whiskey glass. The second. Number two. Number two. You know, it started as like an LOL on, was that the 100th episode? Yeah, it was. On the 100th episode, you know, Scott and I kind of celebrated together. We had a, a little whisk during yep. the episode. Dude, yep. honestly, it was the most fun fucking podcast we've ever done. It was, done. so we've done it ever since. Every, <laughs> every podcast since then, we've just had our little fun. What, what are these glasses called? I, I always fucking forget what they're called. They're the glasses you're supposed to drink scotch out of. Like, it's a fancy way to it, fucking drink scotch Okay, out of. I, th- I was thinking, I don't know what they're called. Yeah, sometimes but- I try to be bougie. Um, and you know, oftentimes it backfires because I don't really know what the fuck I'm actually doing. Right? Uh-huh. Um, but you know, whiskey tumbler is it a tumbler? That's no, not a tumbler. No, this isn't a tumbler. A, a tumbler is a standard one. This is the fancy one. I'm looking this one for wealthy people because you know, my mom always told me that you want to drink your whiskey the way that you want to live your life, and I want to be wealthy, so I drink my whiskey like wealthy people. Glenn, how the fuck do you say this? Glenn Cairn. Glenn Cairn. G L E N C A I R N. Exactly what I was going to tell you. Glenn Cairn. <laughs> so. <laughs> Episode 104, you realize that me and Scott drink whiskey together every single time that we record a podcast together. Now, I hope this carries on forever. It's going to be, you know, tricky when we get into um, um, contest prep. But if any of you have, <laughs> if any of we you out smoke. there are, are, yeah, yeah, we'll just smoke then. There you go. If any of you out there are whiskey connoisseurs, um, you know, scotch connoisseurs, uh, send me of your recommendations. I love Oh, I love a good whiskey. Yeah, today we're drinking Co- <laughs> Coval. Co- Coval, single barrel. Yeah, yeah. It's really good, actually. I like a lot. Four grain whiskey. It's fantastic. Um, Scott and Savannah actually got this for me as a gift after uh, Katie turned pro mm-hmm. in North Americans. I came back for a little party. Yep. And um, they, they, they got me this drink. So it's also, um, there's, you know, memory to that as well. Sentimental um, value. Sentimental value. We love a good sentimental value. So today... <laughs> I'm going to share with you some kind of random thoughts that I like had throughout the day because uh, I knew you know, I, I didn't know what I wanted today's podcast to be about. But oftentimes throughout today, I just find a bunch of micro topics that continue popping up. And it's like topics that, you know, yeah, I can talk about for like three or four minutes, mm-hmm. but like nothing that I can really spend, you know, 30 minutes to an hour on. Right. And so after like three or four of these, I was like, you know, I think today's going to be like a micro topic day and there's going to be a bunch of items that I'm going to cover. And I think you guys are going to LOL. I think I promise you're going to learn some things, but I think I was going to kind of LOL along your way through this. But first I told Scott today, um, I, I, I feel like we have ventured down a slope that we cannot back. We, we can't backtrack on now. And we have to continue okay. to find our way down our slope because we have decided to be extremely vulnerable with this podcast. We're incredibly transparent with this podcast. I have opened you guys up to a side of my um, 
brain, if you will, mm -hmm. that involves, uh, you know, I the, just the political climate and landscape of what's happening, mm -hmm. um, you know, in our world. Right. I enjoy keeping up with. I think it's fantastic. I know that you the support you guys have always given every time I've, um, you know, Scott and I've talked about it here has been awesome. And so I feel compelled to continue utilizing my platform just as a voice, not as a voice of bias, but as a voice of reasoning. And the voice of reasoning today, I we went into 103 and, you know, Scott and I had a conversation. I'm just going to avoid it. Like I'm kind of over the fucking shit. Right. Mm -hmm. I also think that's kind of a cop out for avoiding tough conversation because tough conversation is things that people don't always want to hear. And I'm going to tell you something a lot of you don't want to hear. We do not have a president elect in this country. Again, we do not have a president elect in this country. Joe Biden has not won the candidacy. No matter what media outlets want to tell you, no matter what your newspaper wants to tell you, it is beyond appalling to me to see what's happening here. And quite frank, you know, I've talked to a lot of people who are a lot older than us who have never seen this before. People who, you know, aren't just, um, you know, it's not just a hobby of theirs is following what's going on. It's their work. It's their line of duty. It's and some of them I met through the podcast when I opened up on this the first time right now. Let me tell you guys something that I'm not sure many of you know. I talk about on my close friends a lot. I, I, I've really narrowed down my close friends to only have an extreme intelligence there. <laughs> right now, we currently have Nevada, Arizona, Georgia, Wisconsin, Michigan, Pennsylvania. None of them are called. Because every single one of them is going through recounts because there's items. Now, you, you can be on one side of the aisle or the other side of the aisle. The, the facts are facts, and I'm going to have no bias in this conversation. Right now, there's data that backs some fishy things could have happened in all those places. North Carolina was just called for Donald Trump uh, two days ago. You, you guys understand Donald Trump is leading the electoral votes right now. Joe Biden is second in the current presidential race. Does this mean he can't win? Absolutely not. He can't. So, and that's that's like technically Right. Yeah. Because <clears throat> yeah. everybody has, quote unquote, called their thoughts. Everyone's called. Everyone has different is, numbers of electoral votes for everybody. Yeah. So how this kind of works on a very surface level without going super deep is uh, media stations will make a call based mm -hmm. on trends, observations and things they've noticed with the data that we have historically. Yeah. Right. Because those because the ballots counted. Yeah. Aren't given to them. They're just no, assuming they're assuming and, and they get updates of what percentages, how things are looking, where things are leaning. Based on, um, you know, polling station managers, polling station um, spokespeople, um, spokespeople of a city or of an entire delegation, um, they, they, they get fed that information. Right. And then when an election is pretty final in a state that is essentially sealed and signed and delivered, um, you know, to the powers that be. And then when the election is done, it goes to the Electoral College and the Electoral College signs, seals and delivers, you know, up you know, higher and higher, you know, all the way up until the president is confirmed. I don't think, I think Bush and Al Gore, um, you know, had, I think it drug out this long. I don't think anything else is, I don't think any other presidential election has ever drug out this long. Um, like this, this is unprecedented territory, but the way things are turning right now, What's the reason I want to say something about this is because there's a lot of people, you know, who, you know, don't like Donald Trump or who are biased supporters really getting their hopes up.
And we've seen a lot of riots. We've seen a lot of turmoil. We've seen a lot of uh, death. We've seen death, you know, at the hands of, of these, you know, violent protests that have happened over the last, you know, how many years. I truly feel I truly feel like this might not be popular amongst you guys. That's OK. Not everything I'm going to say is I truly feel like we're being set up for a civil war here. I truly believe that you might think I'm crazy. That's OK. Maybe I fucking am. Right. But the reality is. Donald Trump's winning the presidential election. Literally, he's as we speak, he's winning it. But all these outlets, all these things in the social media channels are pushing that we have a president elect. We do not have a president elect. There's been no transition paperwork. So so to get some clarity, what you're yeah. going off of is if you look at these maps. Yeah. And obviously some places, some are called, some are not. Yeah. You look at them and you see that estimated count 98%, estimated yeah. count 97 and they're also not taking into consideration any potential recount. Yeah. That's what you're kind of well, referencing, no, right? No, now all the recounts are in Arizona, they've Georgia, started. Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin recounts are happening. They've started. Okay. Yeah. In Georgia, they're doing everything by hand because, that again, I, I share this on, well, I share this on my close friends. Yep. These swing states are using a polling um, 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 uh, technology. It's a machine that reads the poll. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. That. I want to leave bias out of this. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to try carefully here. This point information, it, it's just been shown to be very flawed throughout this election process. So Is this Georgia a new said, system? Do you know? I that? don't believe so. I don't believe it is. You know, no, it was used in 2016 as okay. well. Okay. It was used in 2016. I just saw it today. Actually. Mm -hmm. So Georgia said, fuck this. We're doing it by hand. Well, what else can you determine by hand? You can see, you know, if there's any um, things that uh, maybe are incomplete ballots or filed after whatever ballots that should not be counted. Right. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I don't want to spend much time with this. I really fucking don't. Right. Mm -hmm. um, I want you guys to know what the fuck's happening there. You know, there's some wild things happening and I'm not sure why it's happening the way that it is. I'm not sure what caused it to happen, you know, the, 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 the way that it is. Um, but this is kind of where we stand right now. And I feel like since I've crossed that line with you guys, since I've allowed that vulnerability with you guys that I would need to continue educating on, Hey, this is the reality. The reality is we don't have a president elect. It doesn't matter what you think, what you say, what the media says, the media does not call an election. Who, who does CNN lean towards? Is it CNN's all of them, but Fox are considered left leaning. But, you know, Fox has an interesting um, situation. They have a chief um, one of their chief directors who is actually from the Biden campaign mm -hmm. who joined uh, either earlier this year, or late last year. Yeah. And ever since then, it kind of seems like, you know, the guys like, uh, you know, fucking Tucker Carlson, Hanby, uh, yeah, like yeah, they're yeah. still very right leaning. So CNN would favor Biden. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So if you look at the MSNBC, you'll favor. If you look at the Biden CNN well. map and it says who's leading, there's like, you can do some, you can break it down. And oh. all of these, if you hover over them, they all say projected. Yeah. Projected winner, Trump, Proje even for both sides. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Projected winner, Trump, projected winner, Biden. I'm, I mean, so I can, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. With that. Do they have, do they have those states that be being called for recounts as Biden or gray? Give me what was what is one Michigan, uh, Michigan, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, Georgia. They're so Arizona. like it's a shade. It's a shade of blue. It's called it's projected for Biden, yeah. but it's a it's not a call. A yeah. Call. Yeah. So 
That's another note. They, they, they call these battlegrounds. Yeah. That's what they're doing. So now uh, in all the states that are doing recounts, I believe they've all started the recounts or maybe mm. they're starting here very soon. Okay. Um, all those states doing recounts, <laughs> um, you know, they're, they're all up for grabs and, you know, Obviously, Trump's side thinks they have very clear evidence of voter fraud. There's some pretty fishy stuff I've seen on Instagram. And, you know, I try to, I don't know, it kind of upsets the, the, the whole election process upsets me because people are literally alienating, you know, friends over their beliefs. And, you know, you 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 can't. That's the issue. And the the, the issue it lies exactly in that in America right now is you can't accept other people for having different morals than you, different values of you, different expectations for the presidency than you. Um, you can't accept that. And so you take out your pity and you take out your poor anger and you take out your victim mentality and you take out your ignorance on the masses and you, you try to see how loud you can be. And you know, that's the issue that we're kind of experiencing right now. According to the CNN <clears throat> stats, I just kind of looked at these a little deeper. They're all within it. Like the, the major ones that are getting recounts yeah. are also all within a percent. They're really close. So that's an automatic recount to too. me that justifies yeah, a recount. If now it's within 1%. I don't necessarily agree, agree with how some people are whining about it. Yeah. But on, on both on either side, we, it doesn't we, matter to me. But, but the reason why, and I want to, I want to double down on what Scott just said. This is our only chance. If you're on the left and I've seen this from the left and again, mm -hmm. I'm trying to get, I'm by keeping basically others. I've seen this on the motherfucking left because mm -hmm. they're going bonkers. Take your loss, you know, Donald Trump, like yeah. we, we voted you out. We said, no, we have not. According to what we have right now, what you are advocating for <laughs> is complete communism or socialism. Yeah. I'm not, it, it depends on the person, which one they want to go down. Yeah. And if you really want to go down that route, if you don't want the election process to be completely fair for both candidates, you are going down a slope that turns you into China real fucking fast. And I kind of believe you tell me what you think about this. I yeah. kind of believe if it was flipped, we'd still be going through the same thing. hundred percent. We would, if, if it, it was this fucking close, <clears throat> if it was flipped and Trump was deemed yeah. the winner to meet, to meeting everybody, all of the Republicans, I'm mean, yeah. sorry, all the Democrats would look at those numbers and go, well, that deserves, deserves a recap. Exactly. Yeah. If it's within, if it's within a certain percentage, fuck, I'd say if it's within 2%, like that's close. I mean, you look at and again, let me caveat with all of these numbers are fucking different. Nobody knows the actual number. Yeah. Um, but according to CNN's, I'm picking CNN on purpose. According to CNN, it's a 20,000 vote difference. That's wild. That's so little. That's Ar so little. Arizona were a half a percent difference. That's bonkers. Right. Yeah, that's crazy. So I just wanted to start the podcast like with a dose of reality, because, again, I kind of feel like it's kind of my duty now. I put that on myself by opening up here and I'm not just going to run away from it like, oh, no, nothing's happening. You know, like the ship's not fucking burning down. <laughs> like It yeah. literally is burning down. Yeah. Um, I just I hate to think about it this way, but <laughs> people with power are corrupt. No, if, if if you have power, you didn't gain it by being a great person. <laughs> you yeah. just did it. And like, they're no all the fucking same. Yeah. At the end of the day, they're all the fucking same. Yeah. So that's my <clears throat> spiel on that. Something I want you guys to look out for. Team Haley Coaches podcast is dropping, what, two weeks? Uh, the week of Thanksgiving. The week of Thanksgiving. We're going to have a Team Haley Coaches podcast. Um, Scott, you kind of want to talk about what that's going to include? Sure. So each coach is on Team Haley. It will not include Justin because, you know, he, we talk here for an hour, uh, <laughs> sometimes more. But the Team Haley podcast will be a rotation of each coach. Um, so every single Team Haley coach on Tuesdays and Thursdays will do between 15 minute and 30 minute topics. 
and just think of it this way. If you follow Team Haley Instagram and you look at the posts where they do videos, you know, correcting form or they talk about certain topics on those hard, what we call hard posts. It's the, the image with the text and they have a long description. Just imagine more in-depth versions of those mm-hmm. on things they want to talk about. I saw Kim. We, we have a little list of people who are the coaches who what they want to talk about. Kim wants to talk about being a parent Ooh, and competing. That's pretty that's cool. That's dope. Yeah. Um, how competing affects your relationship. Yep. So let's talk about those. That's pretty cool. Yep. Um, They're going to be like 10 to 30 minutes long, right? Yeah. Right? I, I told them 15 to 30. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 15 to 30. So it's going to be more quick listens. It's going to be yep. kind of fast hitting. Yep. You know, Scott and I kind of storytell. Yeah. They're not really going to storytell. They're just going to no. kind of cut to the chase and kind of it's educate it's for the yeah it's for the benefit of, of education yeah it's kind of what we've always talked about and we've always focused on yeah uh, and that's kind of why team Haley is who they are yeah you know is because education is the forefront and yeah. typically it's free education yeah yeah so, yeah all, all everything we put out is for free so that'll be tuesdays so, and thursdays every single week that's and so you're gonna get a dose of team Haley. yeah five days a week so you have monday wednesday friday with scott and i then yep. you have tuesday thursday with the team Haley podcast yep. kenny and sarah just released a podcast yep. megan dolly may or as you guys know her as megan ashley she has a podcast i've listened to them both and they're really fucking good like get get give those podcasts like one listen you're gonna be hooked on those you know just just like you are ours as well what what i like about their podcast is unique to them it's very unique to them the team haley podcast will be very educational yeah uh, the girl die is unique to Justin and I yeah. more so Justin and his story and things like that. And then, uh, their podcast, their first episodes are all about how they got started. Yeah. And it's dope. And it's fun to it's listen cool to because you did yeah. even us, we kind of don't f- see that side of them very no, often. They get, it's so long ago. They get to be very like writing a diary. Kind yeah, of. It, yeah, it is. And, cool. and I think it's cool. And you know, all those people, Sarah, Kenny, Megan, they're really good storytellers and yeah. they have, they have a lot of stories. They have yep. really good stories. They're, they're very, those three are some of the most intriguing folks that I know yeah. that I've ever met, quite yeah. frank. Um, so without vastly, further ado, I know, we've, I know we've kind of bored you guys for what, 10 minutes, 15 minutes here. <laughs> let's, let's, let's get in. Uh, I'm going to throw a little shade. I'm going to start off with a little bit let's of shade. Go. I'm ready. So I get these clients who reach out to me, um, you know, women, by these clients, I mean women. Okay. And, um, you know, they, they, they start talking to me like about their current coaching situation. And, you know, early on in the conversation, it goes, you know, how does your communication work with your clients? Like, um, you know, and I tell them every single client's the exact same thing is, you know, mm-hmm. we talk on WhatsApp and, you know, I'm going to deliver everything mm-hmm. through email. We talk, everything's going to be done on WhatsApp though. Okay. Uh, we're not going to text. <clears throat> we're not, you know, if we Instagram message, it's like as an LOL, or as mm-hmm. a friend, mm-hmm. um, we're, we're not going to fucking call each other unless something's like urgent or yeah. not going to FaceTime. We're not yeah. going to do mandatory FaceTimes with yeah. shit. Yeah. So, I get these women who come over, we, you know, message and I'm like, what's, you know, what's your current situation like? Mm -hmm. And I almost always know when communication is brought up early on, almost to a, like 100% at this point, when communication is brought up early on, they've been scarred by something before. Okay. What the fuck's up with all these coaches? All these, I say all these, I have, I have a, a list of three people in my mind right now who okay. specifically like, I, man, I want to say their name super bad. Yeah. Maybe another, maybe another glass of whiskey down and I'll say their name. I mean, we get to 200. And- <laughs> if we, if, if you drop the name, I have to cut it out. <laughs> I still control this bitch. That are, <laughs> that are just giving attractive women free coaching. Oh, but along with the free coaching comes weekly FaceTime calls. Oh, 
Weekly face time. Are these what? coaches typically male coaches? Well, every single time, they always got fucking penises. Every time. You know how bad that makes someone like me look? Yeah. You know how shitty that fucking makes someone like Dylan Bear look? Yeah. Someone like Paul Ravella, people who do this shit with integrity? Professionals. Professionals look? Yeah. yeah. And what's wild is it's coming from some of the top fucking coaches in the game. Mm. I mean, that's really fucking disheartening, right? That's really fucking sad. They take sure. advantage of the power. Sure. Right. What's up with coaches offering attractive women free coaching, constant FaceTime calls, constant text messaging? That's weird. That's strange. I mean, you might as well be Dan Bazzari and just I pay them. At that fucking point, like, I mean, the intentions are so known, yeah, right? Yeah. And in the off season, if the, you know they're in your town for a show or they're close by, we'll come pose in my room. But why you're in the off season? <laughs> Fuck you mean compose in my room? Yeah. You know how weird this shit is? Yeah. Bodybuilding is a vulnerable sport, right? Yes. So majority of my roster is women. It's it's about 58, 42 right now, mm. women. And I have a plethora of very attractive women. Mm. Those very attractive women instill their trust mm. into me mm. to coach them, mm. to guide them, not to flirt with them, not to hit on them, not to try to get with them, mm -hmm. not to impress them, not to anything. Them. Sure. It's to coach them. Yeah. I get these people consistently from the same three coaches that are telling me these stories that are just completely crossing the line. Why is that? Let me tell you this. If someone offers you free coaching, you're going to get out of that what you pay for. Mm. Every experience you got, what you pay for. Mm -hmm. I met with um, a girl earlier in the week who, you know, we're not going to say her name. Mm -hmm. She comes to me from a really respected coach. Yep, and, yep. Uh, you know, she, she's a very beautiful woman, right? Mm -hmm. And um, incredibly hard worker, incredibly fucking talented yeah. in the sport of bodybuilding and her professional life and mm -hmm. just who she is, right? Yeah. And, you know, she... Her and I, we we met up for coffee because, um, you know, the transition was something that needed discussed. Okay? Yeah, sure. So we met up for coffee and we're also fucking friends, right? And it's not like some fucking blind date scenario. Yeah. Like, we're just yeah. friends as well, um, you know, which kind of makes the coaching experience even more wholesome, mm -hmm. right? Um, we met up for coffee, we're talking and, you know, she tells me that I'm a little bit more expensive than her previous coach. And like, um, you know, it, it like caught her off guard, but she, from following how closely uh, she does how team Haley does things to the podcast, you know, whatever she like understands, you know, that, that worth. And like, she kind of thought it was cool. Actually. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, which is dope because honestly, a lot of coaches don't have the balls to charge what they're actually worth. Okay. Um, I'm looking at you, Dylan. <laughs> and, and it's, it's, it's tough. It's yeah. tough, right. To ask for, um, you know, uh, a lump sum from clients. Well, the same, dude, the same when, thing happens in a lot of, you it, know, it does. You, you, what you undervalue stuff. yourself. Yeah. But I mean, you know, this year we've had more clients win. Mm -hmm. Again, this while you guys get this fucking stat. This is so cool. We've had, more clients win first place than clients who did not win first place on my roster out of the people who have competed. That's nuts. That's dope as That's awesome. fuck, dude. Yeah. Like that for bodybuilding, that is a fucking stat. Yeah. So when you pay that, you kind of know what you're paying for, mm -hmm. right? You're, you're, you're paying for the expectation of winning. You're paying to win. You're mm -hmm. paying to be coached to win. Yeah. Um, but I do discounts for IFBB pros. Mm-hmm. 
You know what my discount is? Still way more expensive than what everyone else charges. <laughs> IBB press. <laughs> it's amazing. But that's how I roll. That's how I do things. That's I, I, I operate with integrity and professionalism. Mm-hmm. So if someone's not paying me, I'm not going to give them everything that I could possibly give them. Mm-hmm. Right. It's human nature. Mm-hmm. If, if you're providing a high level service for someone free of charge, there's an ulterior motive. Well, not 90% of the time, not 80%, 100% of the time, there's an ulterior motive. Okay. Something that needs to come back and benefit you. Yeah. What's going to come back and benefit you. Why are you trying to take advantage of young, attractive women? Mm-hmm. Because you think they're naive to your power. Mm-hmm. That's weird. And if you're experiencing that run, quite frank, run Mm -hmm. like you need to get the fuck away from it. Mm -hmm. I don't think that's cool. I don't think it's like, and you know, well, you know, my coach, you know, coaches me for free right now. And so I feel like you don't feel like anything. They're taking advantage of you. There's no emotions. You can feel like that. You don't feel like you owe them something. You don't feel like you are, you're serving them. I mean, if you're real balls, you just throw them under the bus. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Like, so why the fuck you coaching me for free? Like that is weird. It's very, very, very weird. So coaches giving shady deals to attractive women. I'm not about that life. Yeah. Why you got to pose for me in my hotel room in the off season and not about that life. Mm -hmm. That's really fucking weird. Just send in your check-in pictures. (laughs) Literally send in your fucking check-in and I'll get back to you. Right. I think it's strange, but it gives the good coaches who operate with professionalism a terrible fucking look. An yeah. absolutely awful you know, look. I also think that there's a, you know, most people don't understand the, uh, what would you call this? Uh, status quo, I guess, yeah. if you will. Yeah. The typical standard of what it, a, a I think client you're right. looks like. I think you're right. They, that, I think you're that right. individual, maybe it's their first time, first experience yeah. with online coach, whatever. And they're not used to sending in pictures. They're not used to, you know, the ways they stand. Yeah. And they don't know what's right or wrong. Absolutely. Because there's no, there's no gold standard, if you will, of process. Yeah. And you only know what's right or wrong through experience. Right. And, you you know, the only thing you need to know is I know both these websites have them. Team Haley and Tom Train, they're check-in processes. Yeah. You can literally go look at those right now. You can literally see it right now on yeah. the two That's all you should ever have yeah. to do. Yeah. And I, I think Baristhetics has it too. I think okay. Team Pro Physique has it as well. Yeah. Um, not to like market other teams because we're still the best, but I think they have yeah, to do sure, it. Sure. <laughs> if you I'm just want a reference, that's exactly. what everybody's doing. That's what it should look like. Yeah. And if it's not that, yeah. then something shady is going on, quite frank. You know what else I don't fucking understand? People's physiques who don't change, but they don't change. Like, so you take progress pictures every week okay. and you know, you compete multiple times a year. Okay. Every time you take progress pictures, like, what do you tell yourself? <laughs> Nothing's happening. Mm-hmm. Nothing's happening. You post it on social media. You put it out there. No changes. You'd mm-hmm. put a six month transformation. There's no changes. Your six month transformation is what most people do in two or three weeks. Mm-hmm. Right. But they're super stuck in these beliefs. I have a friend. Okay. My friend might listen to this podcast. <laughs> Strong chance. Will they know? Oh yeah. I'm a glass and a half deep, baby. (laughs) I have a friend. He's an incredibly talented bodybuilder. Really fucking good. Right. I'm going to let me, we need a bleep button. (laughs) We do. We do. (laughs) He's a really good bodybuilder. He's been with a coach for a long time. This coach does, does nothing for him. Mm. Nothing for him. He's, he's too loyal. He's loyal to a fault. He and I talk all the time. Um, You know, he owns a successful business. He does a really good job. He loves bodybuilding. Okay. He hates losing. Okay. But he's too loyal. Yeah. He's loyal to a point where he's more loyal to a person than he is to winning. So Mm. he continues to lose and he continues to underperform. I don't know who this person is at all. Yeah. Is you think he's afraid? 
I don't think he's afraid. I think it's just, it's it's truly a loyalty thing. I think it's blind loyalty where, you know, there's other good coaches. Like afraid to hurt his coach and friends feelings. He could be. Okay. Because this is a really good guy. Sure. He's a really good guy. But it's like this guy knows in his heart of hearts that he would be way better if I coached him. (laughs) I know that he'd be way better if I could. Doesn't everybody? We talked <laughs> last night. Last night I was chilling here after we did a podcast, and I showed Scott um, Isa Pacini who won the uh, yeah. Olympia bikini yeah. last year. And I was yeah. like, man, I don't know. She would just be so much better if I go. What did you say? What did you say? You get Phil Heath a discount? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, yeah. If Phil Heath wants some training, if Isis Pacini wants some training, we can talk a huge discount for them. Man. <laughs> but but you know this 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 guy's taken away from his bodybuilding career, and I think he should be competing for a pro card right now and he did a national show this year and got swept really badly and i felt terrible for him you know he was distraught he was heartbroken he does a great job of taking people along for the journey helping others constantly pushing others motivating others but the reality is his current coach can't get it done Mm. and he's not going to get it done Mm -hmm. and i'll stand by that because his current coach doesn't have the talent to be able to get it done he doesn't he he doesn't have what it takes to push someone over the top right Okay. okay he can take someone to the party, but he can't throw the party. Mm. And, you know, you need to have someone who can really go to the next steps. But this friend of mine, he still progresses. His show placings don't progress much, but he's getting bigger. Yeah. And, you know, bigger in bodybuilding, you know, as long as you're keeping your waist tight and your ratios in check is better. So Um, you just think it could have been quicker. Yeah. Yeah, okay. well, his last show, he wasn't in shape. Yeah. He wasn't in shape. Yeah. And, like, this is a dude who grinds and works his ass off. Okay. He wasn't in shape because of anything he did. Okay. He was in shape because he didn't have the leadership to get in shape. He didn't have the time, the, the planning to mm-hmm. get in shape. Okay. But how many people, I mean, think about it. You, you know, we go to a pretty intense gym mm-hmm. and where people's physiques are changing constantly. Oh, yeah. Like, you see them the next day and you're like, what dude, happened? Yeah. And it's like <laughs> every single day they're changing. But there's still people there who never change. Yeah. And they're never, you know, they're they're never watching the people who constantly change, like the whole team of Haley Squad who's at the gym. They're never watching mm. the way we do things. They're always just kind of, you know, they're 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 likely just watching the way like these Instagram, you know, fit models well, they or walk around their fucking shirt off. Yeah, and they walk around their fucking shirt off. Like <laughs> 150 pounds. pounds. <laughs> fucking <laughs> piss me off, dude. Jesus Christ, put your fucking shit back on. Yeah, I got dude. girls way bigger than you. Come on, <laughs> come on, don't be that guy. You guys constantly assess what you're doing. You know what I do every single month, once a month. I compare my first pictures of the month to the last pictures of the month. I see where, what grew, what changed, what didn't change. If something didn't change, if my biceps didn't improve, I changed up that split. Mm -hmm. If I didn't get better as a bodybuilder, I assess where, why, and then what needs done in the future. Even with my coach, I still do that Mm -hmm. because I control all of my training. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, training dictates where you're going, right? assess people assess we go to the gym to get better we go to the gym to improve we don't go to the gym to just like have fun and lollygag around and do some you know fit famous workout that looked fun or cool yeah yeah yeah. today i'm gonna do 100 reps of pull-ups and 100 reps of bench press and And squat on a bozo ball yeah like what the fuck's that gonna get for you it's not gonna get you anywhere it's gonna get you a shitty fucking physique although we did meet this guy who was doing thousand pull-ups yesterday we that met a dude crazy. who did a thousand pull-ups yeah it and took him like two and a half three hours that was crazy yeah he does um he's a, he has like jujitsu or something I don't, I don't know, some dude. kind of fight he was 52 yeah 
I believe he did a thousand pull-ups. Yeah. He was he was super fucking jacked. Honestly, I was really. He looks like Cobra Kai. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he really does. <laughs> so yeah, that dude was dope. Something else I don't understand: Why is cardio being used as a main tool of attack in fat loss phase? Why are we ten weeks out doing hours of cardio? That's wild. That's why if you're 10 weeks out doing more than 60 minutes of cardio, that's mm-hmm. wild. This is poor planning. Mm-hmm. Either you got too fat in the off season. You either didn't push hard enough early on. You don't have proper planning or supplementation <laughs> leading into the next day mm-hmm. or the next week, the next phase. Mm-hmm. You're probably not dieting hard enough. Like, mm-hmm. man, why, why is cardio the main tool of attack in a fat loss phase? Now you might hear that and you'll be like, well, Justin, what should the main attack be for fat loss there's not one it's all of it it's an entire protocol in sync if you're out here you know doing an hour cardio a day but you're eating 2500 calories and you're a female you're doing an hour cardio a day and you're eating 4500 calories you're a male why are you eating so much hmm. we can cut that cardio in half if we just make your diet more fitting for the goal of fat loss yeah it's a combination of right diet yeah. training and cardio yeah like Cardio should not be a stressor until the end of prep. Mm. And what I mean by that is piggybacking off our last podcast, 103, where we talked about insensitivity, glut four, all that stuff. Cardio should not be recovery intensive until the last parts of prep. Mm. At 10 weeks out, it definitely shouldn't be. You know, at 10 weeks out, cardio could look something like, you know, if you're doing it six times a week, maybe six times a week for like 25 to 35 minute bout, right? Mm. Of low intensity steady state Mm -hmm. or something. Why, why would we do more? Why would we be doing more? It's poor planning. It's poor protocoling. The coach doesn't know what to do. So they just push everything, just push. And that's not going to give you very good longevity. You're going to lose a lot of muscle tissue. Now, remember your body responds to the stimulus placed upon it. If you're doing an hour of cardio day, your body is going to respond and make you look like a fucking distance runner. It's going to start utilizing amino acids for, for fuel. You can be on a huge cycle. You can do everything you want. Well, it depends on a huge cycle. Mm-hmm. Right now, there you can outcycle the cardio <laughs> 10 weeks out as long as there's enough. You, you know, what's funny. I've never seen uh, this transition actually happen until I saw Nick Bear. So, yeah. Nick Bear was really, really into bodybuilding. Yeah. Right. And he was, he, he looked huge. Yeah. At least on Instagram. He lives here in Austin. I've never, yeah. He lives in Round. Okay, I know who you're talking about. I've never seen BPN subs. Yeah. Okay. So, I've never seen him in person. Yeah. But on Instagram, he was, he was into bodybuilding. Yeah. And now he's in like marathons and shit. Yeah. And his body has completely changed. Exactly. And he's really, really lean and he's yeah. a different type of body. He's small. And it's not going, it's, it's not a stage body. Yeah. At no. all. He, like he was big. Yeah. But now it's significantly pulled back. Yeah. Obviously it, his goals are different, it but it's constantly assesses. I, it, that was the, when you said a runner's body. Yeah. That was the first transition I've actually ever seen. Yeah. Somebody's body change within the sport change. Yeah. So if you push cardio too hard, this, the exact same thing is going to happen. You can yeah. train your fucking ass off. You know, stuff. The issue with training your ass off is your recovery is going to be impaired from doing too much cardio. So you're going to leave more in the tank. You're not going to be able to push as hard with as much effort or intensity as you know, you normally would be able to. That's a huge issue. It's a huge deal. That's why we lose muscle in a prep and do muscles hard to fucking build. It's really hard to build. You don't fucking understand how do people ghost you? You know, like when a client ghosts you, dude, I, I was ghosted. Dude, dude, we talk about dude. this a lot in the statue. I was, I was ghosted by this client, right? In uh, September, she'd been with me like, I don't know, man. She'd been with me. Oh, she'd been with me like six months. And she ghosted me like three weeks before, you know, her next auto draw. Yeah. And like, dude, we have 700 clients here. Yeah. 
everything and you're told four times at checkout that you're entering into an automatic renewal right yeah. and she's yeah. like a you know online coach herself okay. i've never seen any clients but she like claims herself as being an online coach okay and actually i kind of think she hired me so that her superior could like pick up on the things i was doing uh-huh. um i straight the fuck up because she works for someone who runs like a fitness team okay and you know he's like a bodybuilder first of all like that. that's that's so common isn't it to, for people to do yeah. that, That's yeah. where, I found that so yeah, it's, interesting. It's it's it's, it's weird. my my coaches can't train with someone else. Brandon's the exception. Like <laughs> the, it, you, you can't you can't be, have another coach. Yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's like yeah. it's yeah it's it's not how this works. Yeah, and so she hits me up, and then, you know, three weeks later, you know, so she never said anything. Okay, the last conversation we had was you know for a check in. We were trying to do a mini cut, and I could tell she wasn't pushing hard, and I called her out on it. Right. Yeah. And so I don't hear from her for three weeks and three weeks later, I get a mean message because she had an auto renewal. Oh. And I was like, you know, so I, I sent her. Was it a WhatsApp message or email? Yeah. WhatsApp message. Okay. Uh, you know, she had a six month draw. She signed up for six months yep. and she entered herself into six yep. month auto renewal. Yep. And I said, I, I said, Hey, you know, I don't handle any customer service stuff here. You know, you can email Steven. He's fantastic. He can get taken care of. He can yeah. explain our refund policy. Yep. And he gets taken care of. So she goes, Stephen, Stephen explains the refund policy. Like, Hey, so yeah, um, it's your responsibility to cancel your account. Here's what we can do for you. Mm-hmm. And you know, we offer like a percentage refund, sure. right? Well, she deems that not good enough. Sure. And so she comes back to me, you know, hollier than now and like trying to act like, you know, whatever. And I hit her back. I said, you know, honestly, I think lesson learned here. This is why you don't go somebody because if you had told me you were <laughs> you leaving, told her that shit, hundred percent, hundred percent. This is why you don't go somebody. No fluff on I been here. There's no fluff. Yeah. I'll go fuck. Yeah. And um, I said, I said, this is why I don't go somebody. If you'd have told me that you know you didn't have intentions to continue, I would have made sure that you knew to cancel out your PayPal account. But you decided to ghost. Yeah. And so you know, therefore, this is kind of this is the your line in the bed that you made, right? Yeah. Um, and you know, so she goes to PayPal and like, you know. I've, of course, it ends in our favor. And yep, who fucking knows sure. where the fuck she's at now? Yeah, sure, <laughs> Dude, sure. Fucking mad. I, I've noticed, it. and it's, you know, I see it obviously with Savannah, but I've noticed even with the other coaches. If somebody wants, if you want to cancel, I'm assuming it's similar with other co- coaching oh, companies yeah, too. Oh, yeah. This is you very know, like normal. Dylan, everybody, it's like it's very it's common. Normal. Yeah. Um, if you want to cancel, just fucking say it. Yeah. And you'll figure it out. Yeah, don't 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 fucking ghost somebody. It's not don't ever. It's ghost. not just gonna turn off. Exactly. No, it's not just gonna turn off. Like, what the fuck do you think you signed up for? I mean, shit. Think about your Netflix account. I know. Right? It's literally Netflix. <laughs> your nef- but you're like, gonna stop watching it or like delete the app and we think Netflix is gonna stop. Yeah, charging no, you. Netflix still gonna charge you. Yeah. Like, we make it so easy. We have the most client friendly business you could possibly have. Yeah. Like, I set it up that way. Steven didn't want me to. Yeah. And I did. I mean, shit. There's. Four of us now who can do yeah, it. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And it's like, what, what are you, you want to be the victim of something that you created for yourself. Yeah. And you know, dude, when people ghost, that's weird, dude. Yeah, that's yeah, weird. Yeah. Why do you, why, why do people ghost others? Don't be that person. Be a stand up human. It's way easier to sleep at night. knowing you didn't fuck anybody over or anything like that, dude. Like, don't, don't do that. You want to also understand. I don't see how people don't listen to grow and I podcasts. <laughs> Fuck you. What the fuck you mean? Hang on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Well, hold on. Wow. I know that you've heard about us. <laughs> I know that you know who I am. I, you know what I want to know? Well, I, what, what do you want to know? I want to know how it's not as <laughs> it's not as direct as what you just fucking said. It's, I want to know how many new listeners we get. Our stat, our, our hosting stats don't tell us that. Yeah. Yeah. How many they, new, they, new they listeners don't. do we get? I don't yeah. know any hosting stats that tell that. Yeah. So I would love to know that. 
I would love to know that too. Yeah. It seems like based on what I've seen on my Instagram, like DMS and uh, story shares and stuff okay. that we're getting a lot of listens on old episodes. Cause now we have so many episodes and the girl that I Instagram gets new followers. Yeah. So it tells and, me and that there is, followers. there are new listeners. Yeah. And it's, people are still finding us. Yeah. But like, now, I know you've heard about us and you still don't listen. Like, dude, we're fucking lit. It's like, it's lit over here. here here's, How the hell is that? Fucking Gordai Podcast. Fuck you, me. No, it's a Gordai Podcast. I can't fucking relate, dude. I can't fucking relate. That's wild. Y'all wild. Y'all don't want to be better. It's funny because we, can, we can tell. Uh, so mainly Justin, I think, because you started getting shares before we had the Instagram account. Yeah. We could tell who the people, like the OG listeners. Oh, absolutely. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, dude, you know how many people listen to every a lot. single episode yeah i get multiple direct messages a day about hey can you scott like go to five a week because like i'm caught up with all of them we're about to kind of (laughs) i'm like like, yeah yeah exactly we tried four that's just hard fucking dope that's just fucking four is hard three is pretty hard four is hard when i have to travel that's what i mean so when when lockdown hit it was kind of perfect yeah three is easier because usually when i travel it's a thursday to sunday and there's a lot of weekends i travel so if we do three we can record one monday one tuesday one wednesday yeah and then we're good but dude like four like man we have to pack it in. We we did four like for two or three weeks, something like that. Well, no, we did longer than that, right? Was it? I don't remember. I think we did a little. I think we were like four or five weeks. Okay, yeah, that was still. A it lot. was just brutal. It was a lot. It was it, it was hard, and so I see why most podcasts do, most podcasts do like two weeks. Well, if they do every day, it's real short. I've yeah, noticed. yeah, it's yeah. really short. And we we have that discussion. Yep, about one short one every day. And honestly, yep. I just don't think that's our brand. That's not our vibe. It's not as fun. We either. want to story tell. I want to sip yeah. on this thing and just yeah, chill out. I feel like when you and I are talking, like I feel like we have a crowd of audience listeners who are like going to listen. Like, I feel like we're hanging out with our listeners. Fun fact. We have discussed that live podcast. We have, we should do that. It'd be fun. We should figure well, out as, how we can do as that. things in 2021 kind of yeah. grow. Cause you got plans. Yeah. We could probably figure the it out. The more, uh, honestly, the direction me, we're going, it's the right, it's, it'll happen. The more ratings we get, the more shares we get, the more you guys push us, the more likely that becomes, because everything's yeah. an investment, right? Sure. And we've made our ROI on the podcast. Yep. Um, you know, we're lucky to have great sponsors who, yep. you know, support our podcast and what we want to do, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But every new venture, um, you know, like if, if we were to do like, say one live a week, mm-hmm. we would need to hire a new person to kind of support that potentially. And sure. that costs cash. That costs money. Yeah. And so we need to know that's something that you guys are really passionate about. So the more ratings we get, the more shares we get, the more all that stuff, the more that becomes reality. And honestly, people would fucking love to watch us live. Yeah, it'd be fun. <laughs> people, I, I would love to see fun. how many sit, how many people sit in. Yeah. You know, yeah, I, if we I did like a, a live, it would have to be on Twitch or YouTube. It could yeah. be on IG. Yeah, we, we, on could, IG. we could do it on YouTube, though. That'd be dope. You we could do lives on YouTube. Swipe up yeah. on my story. We could do lives dope. on YouTube. We could do, since we have the, the Grow I Instagram, or I'm yeah. sorry, the Grow I YouTube. We could do it on YouTube. Yeah, and we can kind of funnel through the the YouTube there. Twitch just dope. has higher quality, but YouTube's Oh, does it? Yeah. Yeah, whichever one's more user-friendly, honestly. Which one YouTube's more convenient, more. I think. Yeah, 100%. You know what else I don't understand? I understand... People consume their time with really weird things. So, so let, let me preface. This. You know what this turned into? What really grinds my gears? Let that's me this fucking turned into. <laughs> that's, what we're, that's, what we're, that's what we're gonna call this podcast. What, what grinds, grinds my, my gears? gears? Yeah. All right, hang on. I'm gonna write that shit down. <laughs> what grinds my gears? All right. So people do what? So people like spend their time in really weird places, right? So 
What I want to talk about. So you spend your time I'm on a, Reddit. I'm a dude, but you learn on Reddit. What do you mean? You learn on Reddit. You Hold can't tell me. Up. You can't tell me you haven't spent some time on some dumb spent, Reddit threads. Oh, I have. Yeah, I have. I, I spent an hour. Uh, yeah, I, I spent hours. I just pulled up Reddit and on this, a subreddit is called Today I Learned. It's fantastic. Okay. Yeah. Today I learned that when a presidential limo is taken out of service, the Secret Service blows the shit out of it with bullets <laughs> and explosives to test its effectiveness and also conceal any secrets to its manufacture or design. That's dope. Wait a minute. Wait, That's wait, wait. Dope. Let's back it up. Yeah. How is that possible? What because that, that limousine is supposed to be indestructible. Yeah. So how is it being destructed? Let me see if anybody asked. Who fucking knows? Because but here's here here's the thing is oh wow they have to they, they have to really fuck it up apparently. I mean I imagine apparently the whole thing really is fucking bullet the whole thing yeah. is fucking bulletproof. So the Secret Service basically has a heyday on this thing and it so finally destroys. I imagine they stick it in the ground. Yeah, and in underneath and on top of this thing, it's covered. Yeah. Is a bunch of fucking dynamite. Uh, just a bunch of dynamite. And they blow the shit And up. they drop a bomb. Yeah. On top of that dynamite. I would like to know how they make. While they set it on fire. Service vehicles. So I don't fucking know. It's a tank. It it's literally is. Literal, it's, it's beyond a tank. Yeah. It's insane. <clears throat> so. But what people spend their time with. So, so, so let me explain. So I used to spend when I was kind of like unsuccessful, I would spend a shit ton of time just like worrying about things that didn't really affect me. Right. Okay. So I'm a huge Ohio state football fan. Yep. Right. If they win or lose, it doesn't affect my bank account. Yep. It doesn't affect my client results. Yep. It doesn't affect the Instagram interaction. It doesn't mm-hmm. affect the grower die podcast. It doesn't mm-hmm. affect any of our business. Right. Mm-hmm. They win or lose. What happens when they win or lose when they win? Yeah, you know, good job. Mm-hmm. When they lose, oh shit. All right, what's next? You know, it used to be. <laughs> man, say, fuck this. Let's, let's, it's, it's, fuck this. It's not as simple as uh, whatever. <laughs> it kind of currently, currently, it kind of is. I've seen you piss off when you fucking lose. Kind of, okay, you when, get over it within like thirty minutes. Yeah, when I so. spend five thousand dollars to go to Arizona <laughs> and I watch him lose on a bullshit fucking no call, Scott. <laughs> Now I just want a refund. No, that a refund policy doesn't allow (laughs) the refund. We give you a percentage. You paid for the ticket. (laughs) So I like like the emotional investment is so much less now than it used to be. I I I used to waste a ton of time on watching people's Instagrams. Yeah, and just like kind of in internally just bitching about what I fucking hate <laughs> about too. it. Me too. Me too. I used to shit like before you had anything to look yeah, forward yeah, to. Yeah. But like, dude, there's grown ass men every Sunday. There's well, maybe not now, but every Sunday during a normal NFL season, there's grown ass men who get arrested at an NFL game fighting a fan of the other team because they like the other team. Like, can you imagine sounds how like sad your life our has to fucking be? political standpoint. Sounds like our political standpoint. That's, that's another one. People get so, and people are are dropping friends and are yeah. alienating friends because they view the other side. Like, yeah. dude, Hey, guess what? It's not that serious. It's really not. And you might think it is. And you might be sitting here listening to about how privileged you have to be. You think it's not that serious. No, I'm telling you, it's not that serious. Whether you're at the very bottom, you're at the very top, you're black, you're Latino, you're white, you're anything. Shits, your life is still going to be stacked against you or stacked for you the way you fucking stacked that shit, period. Mm-hmm. And if you don't agree with that, well, if you don't agree with that, there's no way you made it this far in the podcast. Sure. So I think we're pretty fucking safe. We're in, we're in safe air here, right? Yeah. But that, that doesn't change what's happening around. You guys are alienating and ruining friendships and connections with people directly next to you for someone who you will never meet 
who doesn't care about you, who doesn't know that you even exist, but just manipulate you into voting for them. The things yeah. that people spend their energy on when, when, well, what we is it? What is a here. vote? It's a selfish act. It's a, it's a very selfish act. Yeah. But we could be over here learning new crafts. I mean, us, us asking you to rate this five stars is selfish craft. It's very selfish, right? It's me trying it's, to manipulate you into sharing, yeah. rating us, boosting us. Yeah. And you're more like, more and you're more likely to do it if you like us. Exactly. You're more likely to do it if you think we're fucking lit. And let yep. me tell you, we are fucking lit. So five star. Yes. So about that whole five star thing. <laughs> Comment, review. But I, I do. I do. Yeah, right. I do agree, though. It's it's kind of ridiculous how the it's it's so this side or that side. Yeah. And now now it's me and Savannah always talk about this. We're like, can you believe we're living in a, this fucking world right now? And how just ridiculous. Yeah. Some people are, we live in a gray area world and everyone has turned it into a black or white world. And that's why things aren't working out. It's not fitting because everything's a gray area. Cause if you're, if you're in the black area yeah, and you, and, but you have someone in the white area, it's like, that's not okay. It's only, it's only this. You can't cross that line. It's like gangs. Like we talked about the fucking gang. It's like gangs in fucking prison. Yeah. Like there's gangs. You can't cross the line and go to the other. Why are we acting like that in real life? In real life, freedoms. That's a good point. If you want to see a funny Netflix, show yeah it's called 60 days in it is have you ever heard of that no that's so that's what i'm watching is, is that what watching. you were talking to me about yes. yesterday okay yes. yeah so what they do is they take five people yeah like normal people and yeah. they inject them into prison yeah and then they use them the whole this is the concept of the show they use them to find out certain things that are going on so for example a jail might be getting drugs funneled in somehow dude fuck yeah okay so they task someone to say, hey, I need you to figure out who's getting the drugs and how it's getting in. This they being the sheriff, and then when this your sixty days is over, you report to us and wow. tell us what's going on. Yeah. Another one might be, you know, are my guards abusing their power? That wow. it's it's dope. The point of it is dope. Now the reality TV show aspect is yeah. kind of a fucking joke. How much would you have to be paid to spend sixty days in prison? Never. What's the price? Never. There's a price tag on everything. No, I'm not going. So you're telling me for a billion bucks you won't spend sixty days in prison? Then, I will. So yeah. So here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna take that billion. I'm gonna say I need it fifty percent down. Okay. And I'm gonna go in. I'm gonna tell every single prisoner. I got yeah a million dollars for you yeah if just, you just, just tell me play along just tell me what's up play along if but I got what, half down so I'm buying the whole fucking prison now. right right <laughs> I don't like the show because there's a lot of like drama bullshit that yeah. I think the producers kind of do on purpose oh, for this fucking show of course but in that show you see a very big especially in men yeah not in women yeah and in men you see such a divisiveness yeah on, it's mainly on race. Yeah. But if you watch that and you just pay attention, that's what the fucking country's doing. Yeah. Oh, it, it 100% is just on like a mega scale. Yep. Right. Isn't that interesting? Yep. yep. They literally hate each other. Yeah. For no fucking reason. Yeah. That's fucked up. Yeah. That's fucked up. And like we, we, like it, it's up to the people. Yeah. Right. It's not up to a president to fix that because the president, my God, no. <sighs> No matter how bad they've manipulated you, I think you understand that a president just doesn't really give a shit about that. Yeah. You know, they can act like a hero. They can act like X, Y, Z because X, Y, Z happened. Right. Mm-hmm. But they don't actually care about that. They care about the power that they're about to gain and how they can man- continue to manipulate things in their favor. And, you know, it's like you said, um, you know, earlier in the podcast, you're a person in power. 
you're probably not a very good person. You've done things to get that power. There's most likelihood that you're going to use your power to your advantage. Yeah. You guys haven't watched Scandal. No, right? not yet. Scandal would put a wild person. Yeah, I need to watch it. That's why I like House of Cards. House of Cards. Yeah. yeah. So if you like House of Cards, you're going to like Scandal even more, yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah, even yeah. more. Yeah. Um, I have not watched the last season of House of Cards. Though. I stopped. The yeah. one after um, the one dude was gone because he couldn't. He was like Kevin Spacey. Yeah, Kevin yeah, Spacey. Yeah, because he had his little yeah, problem. His <laughs> issue. You know what else, you know else fucking grinds my gears? <laughs> this, is, <laughs> this is a fun episode. <laughs> People who are scared of protein intake. So, Why is that even on so, the fucking list? Because let me tell you what. A lot of people come to me. And um, I'm a very protein aggressive coach, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's so many misconceptions out there about, oh my God, if I eat too much protein, my kidney is going to be bad. And that's yeah. not real. It's not yeah. a thing, okay? Like the amount of protein you have to eat. So you remember how much protein, how many grams of protein I'm eating a day? I told you yesterday, uh, yeah. a few days ago. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm eating just north of 500 G's that's a day, lot. right? I'm good. Yeah. I'm vibing. My kidney is vibing, dude. Yeah. You can handle so much more than you think, but there's like this weird misconception that like proteins is like you, item that's not do you think it comes from the fact that protein is protein harder to digest um, in the body no not necessarily it depends person to person i think it okay. just comes from the fact that people get told something one time and it's actually this kind of leads into my next one too people get told something and they just go with it Let, oh, oh too much protein is bad. i told you about this right my dad does not listen to this fucking podcast yeah my dad got told by a doctor that eating bananas is bad for you. <laughs> sugar. You told me that. Because of the sugar content. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a fucking amazing? banana. Isn't that amazing? I was he, fucking he told me that and he goes, I'm not eating bananas anymore. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> You're drinking diet do every day, bro. Yeah. Come on. What the fuck? <laughs> One is far worse for you than the other. But people scared of excess protein intake. What the fuck do you think? Your body's made up of what? 90% water and 10% what? Protein. Mm. 10% amino acids binding together to create your brain and your lungs and your heart and your muscles and your tendons and your ligaments and everything in the body that needs repaired gets repaired by protein. Protein is very, just as we talked about in episode 103, you didn't want all of our episodes run together. Yeah. Episode 103, it's just like we talked about. It's really, 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 really difficult, extremely metabolically inefficient for your body to convert protein directly into triglycerides. So why would it do that? Why would it do that? It's incredibly metabolically inefficient. Unless you're incredibly lean, it's probably not going to happen. You eat more protein, you have a higher chance of higher muscle protein synthesis, high greater mTOR response, greater recovery, greater muscular growth. Also, why not just make sure you're covering the bases, right? Mm -hmm. It's weird people do that. Dude, there's this claim in bodybuilding that says this one really grinds my gears. Everyone's taking like steroids and insulin, right? Like mm -hmm. every bodybuilder okay. is taking anabolic steroids. Under me, I'm natty. I'm natty yeah, as fuck. You are. Right? So- People have this misconception that growth hormone isn't anabolic. And honestly, every single time I hear that, it makes me want to pound my head against a fucking steel wall. Why? Like, I don't know why they think that. I, th I think because protein in and of itself doesn't have an anabolic rating. Okay. But what protein does is protein increases IGF-1 greatly. We know that without anabolics and without insulin present, Growth hormone increases IGF-1 to a very good extent. When anabolics and insulin, which both increase IGF-1, which is the most potent anabolic hormone inside the entire body, IGF-1 is, your body produces an extremely tiny, tiny, tiny amounts. Mm -hmm. Anabolic steroids and insulin both increase that amount. We add growth hormone and it exponentiates that amount. 
mm. as well. Mm. It's huge. IGF-1 forces fat loss. It forces loss of adipose tissue. It forces muscular growth. It forces these things on your body. Why the fuck would you not want more? When you say growth hormone is not anabolic, yeah, it fucking is. It's increasing the most anabolic fucking thing your body can, can potentially respond to. There's nothing more anabolic than IGF-1. Every time I hear that, you know, in cartoons, when like something really stupid would be said and the cartoon would like spit its head like 10 times yeah, in like a circle. Yeah. That's what happens to me every time. Maybe they're just it. getting shitty GH. <laughs> they, 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 they could just be getting generic GH, which isn't fucking real GH, which, yeah, that's actually a really fucking good point. The last thing that really fucking grinds my gears. Don't accept ignorance, people. Why do people take pride? They boast. They showcase their ignorance. Hey, I'm ignorant. It's almost like they wave a flag. Yeah. It's like a fucking green flag of ignorance. And they're just like waving this flag of fucking stupidity. Yeah. Say, hey, look at me. I'm stupid. I haven't researched anything. I have no idea what the fuck I'm speaking on. I have yeah. no fucking idea what's going on. Yeah. I'm an absolute idiot. I'm an imbecile. But look at me because I'm going to be really loud about how stupid I am. It sounds like we have a problem with cognitive dissonance we do a huge problem with that and confirmation bias yeah people don't want to prove themselves wrong yeah and that is a toxic place well, to be in, in the yeah they'll just surround themselves with people with the same beliefs exactly oh my god ding, ding, ding. they'll feed their own shit yeah yeah to yeah. just continue to feed you know their their false ego this is what was yeah. happening on those fucking reddit threads last night we were reading they, there's some they were reddit feeding threads. into that fucking shit yeah, we were we were reading the soft relationship advice reddit threads dude it was soft <laughs> it was so soft there were some weird things on there it's really weird I still want to know who those people are I know I just want to meet them in person and it would probably all make sense huh? you would post that on Reddit dude it's funny I'm like so deep in Reddit now that when I meet someone in person I, I correlate them to like posts that I've read really <laughs> it's very you, rare you but I would say once them? a day I would okay. say once a day I'll see someone on Instagram or like I'll meet someone in real life and it's like oh man you're probably the guy who posted that in like pro tips <laughs> yeah, bro the fucking you haven't watched the new Borat have you the new man. Borat it's it's like it's funny you guys watched with kenny and sarah on uh, halloween right we did yeah yeah, yeah it's, so it's funny yeah and it's dumb it's borat's dumb yeah it's right? stupid but in borat he chats and stays literally sasha Baron conan stayed five days as borat with q anon guys <laughs> <laughs> and they were explaining and they filmed there's a small portion of the movie yeah. as a whole, but five, I'm assuming five days or yeah. they talk about a fuckload of shit. Yeah. They filmed them talking about this is why you don't like these people. This oh is why you like, this God. is why this side is bad and all this shit. And they took them to a Trump rally and oh it was fucking hilarious. My God, but those epic. are the, so you want to envision those people yep. on Reddit. Yep. There was two of them. Yeah. 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 There was two of them. And now I want to watch it. Right. Cause I want to see what, Q, fucking hilarious. I want to see what QAnon people look like in real life. They live really they live in the boonies. Yeah. I bet they do. Little to no internet access. Wow. Probably don't brush their teeth. Around. Probably fucking don't. Huh? They're probably hugging their cousins too. Huh? Right. <laughs> They're fucking funny, dude. That's funny. Now I kind of want to watch the new Borat. I was really planning on not watching the new Borat. No, just watch the scene. I'll just watch the scene. There you go. I can do that. I can do that. Cause I really, I don't have many brain cells left. And dude, honestly, it's this election is taking so many brain cells away from me that I'm just like, Actually, uh, the Rudy Giuliani part's pretty funny too. Dude, Rudy Giuliani. <laughs> Rudy Giuliani's a fucking, he's an interesting dude. He's so serious. And so when I saw he was in the Borat, I was like, Oh my the, God. David gave me a, a good point. Yeah. People have to sign off. Yeah. They to do. legally be allowed to show your face. They do. That means Rudy Giuliani signed, signed off. off on that fucking shit. 100%. Or somebody signed off for him. For him. Yeah. Isn't that fucking That's funny as shit? <laughs> and then he like had to play along. He had to like yes. play along with that role. At, well, after the fact. Yeah. yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. That's so mind blowing. So. 
Episode 104, The Shit That Grinds My Gears. I'm sure you guys can relate to some of this. I hope you guys enjoyed. I had a lot of fun with this podcast. That was a good fucking time. We'll see you next time.